Welcome back to another episode of Tuesdays with Mummy, a show where I Kala get together with my son and chat about the happenings in our lives. We eagerly look forward to these sessions which gives us a glimpse of his university life, picture perfect weather with a warm sunshine outside his window in Cambridge. Say hello to your crowd son. Hi everyone and thank you so much for joining us today. The past one week has not been easy for both of us. While I continue to struggle with my eye issues, waiting patiently for the body to heal, you have also had a couple of challenges and disappointments. Isn't it Tejas? So in Yeah, today's... it's been rough. Yes, it has been a rough patch. So in today's session, let's discuss on the mismatch in expectations, the self-appraisal which we continuously do. and how each of us cope with distress so tejas you were pretty excited to represent the university of cambridge in the moot rounds and the last few weeks uh, we saw intense preparations and the teamwork the camaraderie among members was excellent and even in when the verbal rounds concluded you were pretty much satisfied and was quite hopeful making it to the finals However the results were a tad bit surprising and your team failed to qualify so just to pick your brains what has your defense mechanism been to such disappointments so i think the the first so my def- i don't think i have a consistent defense mechanism i think my defense mechanism varies based on the circumstances that i find myself in so with jessap in particular this is or with the moot this is my sixth moot and my third time competing in the same competition just representing a different university and at a different national rounds as a result i think i'm fairly comfortable in my skin i know that someone's judgment of me in one particular round is not their judgment of me that matters for the rest of my life whereas i think when i was in my second year i used to feel like now i'm worthless in front of any judge um, i think that sh- self assurance has crept into my skills but with that self assurance what started to happen is you start to become angry when someone doesn't appreciate your uh, performance so because we didn't make it this time my immediate response was one of disappointment which quickly turned to anger because i didn't know how we didn't make it like because on all of our self reflection at that point we thought there was a very very good chance and when it didn't happen it was very difficult to take in so i called up ahan and we played a test match for about 2 hours of cricket 19 online and i think video games are really good escapism so because it was so mindless to play that match it took my mind away from everything i got upset with the with the game because it was lagging and we were having problems while playing so it sort of got redirected over there and that gave me time to sort of step away and then look at maybe look at what we can do better for the global rounds in another couple of weeks so i processed it that way i think personally then how did you manage to cheer up the other team members they cheered themselves up actually so i was quite i mean being having been in their position doing this moot for the first time without too much knowledge of international law uh, they're all undergraduates so i'm the only postgraduate on the team the thing that i notice is that uh, i was really 
I, I went to sleep the first time that we, we we didn't make it through, and I just slept for an entire maybe two days before I got onto campus again. I ate like a lot of junk food and slept, and that was my coping mechanism. Everyone on the team was super quick to point out how inconsequential these rounds were because it was not a qualification competition. We still were going to argue global rounds, and the reason we were arguing these rounds anyway was for, was to get the practice. and to understand what sort of stuff judges are looking for in general and we personally thought we got that out of our four preliminary rounds we also had a chance to use this new online software which the competition is hosted in so all in all what that ended up doing for us is just cheering us on even further to sort of say okay let's look at how the global rounds go in another couple of weeks mm. interesting so this is about team failure uh setting this aside there are personal losses also and the one striking memory that i have while growing up um is when you did not fare well in the a level physics paper so what went through your mind at that time and also tejas do you feel uh, repeated rejections like this makes a person more resilient is there a breaking point to ensure that one does not get despondent um so i think the as level physics paper was a really big point in my life because i was at this i was i was under the false impression that everything that you did at high school defined how you would fare for the rest of your life i think the the consistent upbringing that i've had is that every move you make is consequential so the more good moves you make and the more good moves you accumulate the better things work out for you this is how it's always been with respect to academics or extracurriculars trying out something new doing things better um and when the as level paper didn't go as well as i expected what happened at that point was i thought that my future was at stake in an instant that that one thing would become the turning point between what my future would hold and um what my past was because i was doing very well at academics at the time and so my immediate reaction was a lot of disappointment i cried on the phone with appa i came home and i was really sad i slept and i watched tv but very quickly the minute i got my results because i didn't want it to become the failure that defined my life in terms of and it wasn't even a failure it was just a lower grade than i expected so you and appa at the start were like do you really want to retake the exam but because i didn't want it to become a defining point I wanted to use it as a defining point in a different way. That if things don't work out for me, I'm going to work hard to ensure that they work out for me in the best possible way. Uh, so, with the circumstances given that I was allowed to retake, I didn't want to miss the opportunity to re-study for the exam and to prove to myself that I was capable of enjoying the subject and doing well on the exam because I was struggling with both at the time. That was what went through my head with A-level physics in particular. and that's what's gone through my head pretty much every time i've gone through a rejection or a failure it's always been how do you not let the failure define you and how do you use the failure to uh, transform it into something that changes the course of your life maybe the a level physics result was ultimately inconsequential in my life so far but it's become such a turning point for me because whenever i get rejected I look back at what I did with A-level physics, and I think to myself that I am capable of turning around any circumstances. Mm. 
uh, with God's guidance and like faith and everything. I think the thing that comes to my head is no matter what, no matter how many times you get knocked down, there is this inherent capacity that you possess to work hard and make things work. And or things will work out eventually because I didn't do physics. I ended up doing law. So maybe it's a way for you to think about out of the box stuff. That's what that's what A level physics was for me. Um, talking about repeated rejections and making someone resilient, absolutely. I think the more you get rejected and the more you experience discomfort, the more resilient you become, and the more character you start to possess. Because, um, of course, I say this from a position where failure does not necessarily mean that I lose everything in my life and I become. um in a position where i can't sustain myself i am very very grateful to be saying this from a position that if i fail the consequences are that i will have to work hard to succeed at best not that i will struggle for the next meal which is a very different position to be in but my belief is that repeated rejections just help you figure out how to succeed which is why i send so many cold emails i send a lot of cold emails to professors asking them for asking them about questions that i have asking them if i can help them out because if they don't reply or if they look at my email and they don't reply or if they reply and they say no all of that works out for me as an amalgamation of one how to write a good email how to catch someone's attention how to ask relevant questions how to continue reading and asking questions to the matter that someone wants to engage with you in that way i think it builds a lot of character for me so i'm i'm very comfortable with with repeated rejections as to the breaking point and how not to get despondent i think i've been very lucky to have appa and you around because whenever i've gone through uncertainty or any moments of um where i could have broken and i think november like september 2019 was a very very low point for me i've had low points I think when I got rejections last year during the LLM program as well, when funding wasn't working out, when things were uncertain because of COVID, um, I think this year has been challenging so far. In especially February, February was very challenging. It's been a rough piece, like some rough pieces of news in general. I think the the key to all of it for me has been to talk to you both about it because I know that there is someone supporting me. and that there is no point feeling despondent about it because you acknowledge the feelings you say hey i feel sad about it you feel sad for some time and then you have to move on otherwise nothing's going to change for you and that's what i think has been very clear for for all three of us so that's how i've dealt with it what about you amma what are what are your thoughts i mean i clearly have a very con- complicated web of thoughts about this <laughs> so i was just thinking back on the day uh, when you told us that you would like to reapply for the physics paper all over again i mean you had tremendous um, monumental self belief which you continue to possess and we are so proud of you uh, but then we were so perplexed and we just could not figure out both upon myself as to why you would like to reappear for a subject paper which would not aid in your future career plans okay something that would have helped you uh, i do understand but something as inconsequential 
that is what we found it to be as the physics paper because you were not keen on taking science as a major afterwards so we just could not understand um and then i think we just left it to your discretion and uh, we always trusted your judgment on this and then uh, when you did inform that it was more of proving a point in your own self confidence we completely agreed and looking back i know how much that has been a turning point from for yourself and we are so grateful that you did have an opportunity to take the paper and prove yourself so the one thing i always think about is uh, if i had given the paper and gotten the same results or lower results what that would have done to my self confidence because i was only in control of preparation right like we we always say this the results are really not up to us yeah. it's all just about preparation but then you wouldn't have regretted that you missed an opportunity you wouldn't have yeah, felt guilty th- about it and that is of more um, you know higher consequence yeah i think that's that's very true because i look at being rejected from oxford for the undergraduate law program and then reapplying to that for the masters and getting rejected again for the masters <laughs> and i mean i've i've not felt regret about getting i mean i'm i've not felt a ting to my self confidence because they rejected me twice for different programs at different stages of my life i think it's it's uh, the there is no regret in the fact that i fulfilled what i told myself when i was 16 and i was 16 and oxford rejected me i told myself hey finish your undergrad apply again for masters i did that that was enough for me in in my journey you are just too good for them tejas <laughs> <laughs> no 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 we shouldn't say all these things no 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 Yeah. No, I think it's yeah anyway, it's just about you have a common adage of uh, failure being a stepping stone to success uh well it also define uh, how we define success as isn't it and with two decades of rather four decades of wisdom and gray hair closer uh, to five yes my approach uh, would be to embrace emotions um when such situations happen and accept a certain level of responsibility to be realistic and work on the way forward uh, which is again easier said than done um right now with all the rough patch and the cancellations rejections disappointments that you have been going through i really wish i could give you a warm hug and say to you everything is going to be okay soon what mantra do you have for our listeners i think it's just about finding what works for you i i don't think there is a there is a catch all mantra that you know you do this and your life will be perfect or you do that and you'll be able to handle any failure that comes your way what works for you and appa does not work for me what works yes. for appa does not work for you and what works for you doesn't work for appa um the way i handle failure is very different like the way the way i define failure the way i define success like you said is is super subjective so i think the the thing that you said about embracing your emotions and accepting responsibility i think those are uniform for everyone but the way in which you embrace your emotions is different for people um rumi says this in one of his poems and i i really like that poem it says this being human is a guest house every morning a new arrival a joy a depression a meanness some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor 
welcome and entertain them all even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture still treat each guest honorably he may be clearing you out for some new delight the dark thought the shame the malice meet them at the door laughing and invite them in be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond that i mean at its core just means to just yes embrace everything that happens to you embrace the humanness of it all if we were if we were perfect and we were you know able to succeed at everything we did i don't think we'd be human i i really don't think we'd be capable of processing the complexities of of being humans and this this entire thing that you said about everything will be okay everything is always okay in the long run if you look at the the 22 years of someone's life or like the the 60 years that they live or however long someone lives if you look at the big story things will look okay for an instant because we live in that instant maybe we think they're not and it's just important to to take that as it comes and then learn i think like you said and i i think you just told me this before we started chatting but learn how to manage your expectations no yes so so true <laughs> and i have set my benchmark so low <laughs> that I, you know every time i do an appraisal it is exceeded expectations <laughs> Yeah, I think that's definitely one way of going about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. J.K. Rowling had so many rejections before her Harry Potter got published. Yeah, and then when it did, look what it got her. Yes. So, yeah, there's there's a lot to take away, and yeah, yeah there are, there are these stories of you know failures becoming successes, but I don't think that should be the the narrative. Like the narrative should be failures also okay. Like what? There, there's no like problem in failing the problem is in not giving yourself a chance i think yes whatever you do in life like you you decide to to run today start the run whether you finish it in 500 meters whether you do 1 kilometer 3 kilometers 10 kilometers is a different story you wore socks you wore shoes you decided to step out of the house and run that set deserves something so yeah, yeah take the first step towards accomplishing your goal yeah absolutely But those are our thoughts. Um, if you have any thoughts about this, why don't you write to us? Get in touch with us, and we'll be happy to hear from, for, uh, hear about what you have to say. And thank you so much for tuning in. We really enjoy recording these podcasts every week, and this podcast will be out wherever you want to listen to podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you can find us on our home at Anchor. Subscribe and do listen in next Tuesday for another episode. We'll both see you then. Goodbye.